Hey guys, this is Chelsea Eithoven and you're listening to Vibrancy Radio. I spent the better part of two decades in pursuit of shrinking my body, but diet after diet, I still never felt enough. And I don't know about you, but the last word I would use to describe myself while on a diet is vibrant. After becoming a certified health and nutrition coach, I finally dropped the diets, learned to trust my body again, and rediscovered the vibrancy that was within me all along. And now I help women like you do the same. Vibrancy Radio is your new go-to resource for science-backed nutritional knowledge, major mindset shifts, and body image breakthroughs. So if you're ready to stop feeling so dang stressed about food all the time and start focusing on all the things that make you unique and vibrant, then welcome to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Vibrancy Radio. Get yourself a yummy drink, get comfortable, and let's dive in. So I am coming to you from my closet, not in my husband's closet this week. (laughs) I swear, if you guys saw my podcasting situation, my credibility would probably drop like five points. Actually, you know what I'm going to show you though? I'm going to take a picture and show you because I'm sitting in my closet and I actually tucked myself in between some shirts. The things I do for my mediocre sound quality on this podcast... Oh, sorry. You got to laugh at yourself, right? Okay. So what I wanted to talk to you about today is manifestation. Oh my gosh. I love this topic so much. And I wanted to talk to you about a few things that I've manifested. So I want to talk to you about the first thing I manifested, the most recent thing that I've manifested, a couple of my favorite manifestations, um, and then also give you a little overview of why I put manifestation in my health coaching programs. Because sometimes we think, you know, those two don't really seem connected. So I want to help connect the dots for you. Um, and this is so fun because I used to sit down with, and I say I used to, like I've been podcasting for 100 years when really I have not been podcasting that long at all and still am in the learning phases. But I would sit down with my outline um, and now I am just tucked in my closet with my matcha tea and I am um, going to just talk to you guys like you're a friend, you know, it's just more of a conversational flow. So and I enjoy this so much more. And honestly, the feedback I've gotten from my last podcast is that you guys enjoy it more too. Um, cause I'm just not as in the moment when, and it's not, I just don't think it's as good. I'm, I'm more in my what is it? Right brain, left brain, um, whatever the more structural one is versus creative and conversational brain. Now, what am I talking about? I don't know. See, this is the problem about not having an outline. Anyway, so let's dive into manifestation. So first of all, what is manifestation? Manifestation is essentially the act of bringing something from your imagination into the real life world, your real life experience via the law of attraction, which is one of the 12 universal laws. Um, And I have been interested in manifestation and law of attraction since I was in high school. When I was in high school, I was given the book, The Secret, and the movie, The Secret, by two different people. Um, And for reference, I'm about to be 30 years old. (laughs) So for age wise, because I think that was actually around the time that 
this started becoming more of a mainstream thing was right when I started getting into it. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Of course, at the time, all I was really focused on was the physical things that I could get from manifestation, right? Like, ooh, I could manifest a cool car and I can manifest money and all that kind of stuff, right? Not to say that there's anything wrong with that. Honestly, I have a lot more in my most my recent years come to terms with the fact that it's not wrong or bad to desire luxury or to want more or to want physical possessions that help you feel like you're living your best life. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's demonized a lot in our culture. But you know what? I I like nice things. I like having a lot of clothes. I like driving nice cars. I like going to nice dinners. These are all things that energetically upgrade my life. And so what is wrong with that? If they make me feel good and in turn make me have a more enjoyable life, I don't think there's anything wrong with desiring those things. In high school, I was familiar with some of the concepts, um, but really didn't know how to use it to the best of its ability. And fast forward to today, I hired a manifestation coach. And the fun thing is my intuition led me. um, I woke up one morning and something told me, you need to hire a manifestation coach. And I was like, hmm, well, that's an interesting thought. You know, I love manifestation. But I will say um, I felt like a couple months ago, I didn't really know to the fullest extent how to use a lot of the concepts of manifestation to essentially the way that they're supposed to be used and in the way that's going to serve me best and help me enjoy my present life. Because um, when I was using manifestation in the past, I was really future focused and it really came from a place of not appreciating anything happening in the present moment and just wanting more for my future. Again, nothing wrong with that, but I think now what I've learned from having my manifestation coach is actually a lot of manifestation is about enjoying the moment, which is so contradictory, but also really cool. (laughs) So um, I just wanted to share with you guys a little bit of my journey with manifestation. So like I said, I didn't know much about how to use the concepts. All I really knew was that like you think about something that you want and you act as though it has already happened for you, (laughs) right? So let's talk about the first thing I ever manifested. And actually this story always continues to blow my mind. Um, It really continues to blow my mind because I had no idea what I was doing. Looking back, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know how to consistently manifest things. Um, And so I think this was almost like beginner's luck or maybe, I I don't know, I don't know. Um, Maybe it, it was it happened so that I could understand it and become more interested in it and kind of dive deeper into it because it's become such a big part of my daily life and such a big part of my self-development. And just honestly, it has taught me how to live my best, most aligned life, learning about manifestation, my happiest life and learning to be happy where I am while also working towards future goals. Um, As well as, you know, learning how to manifest things that aren't in the physical form, but more so manifesting change inside myself. And I'll explain a little bit more about that in a little bit. Okay, back to the first thing I ever manifested. So in high school, I was driving a 
Toyota 4Runner that was, first it was my stepdad's, and then it was my mom's, and then it got passed down to me. Um, and it was a great car, but I will say I did not love it at the time, right? I didn't like how it looked. It was old. Um, I just didn't enjoy it. Uh, and something that I have always been very into is nice cars and fast cars, which by the way, my husband says that I'm the first female that he has met that cares if her car is fast, <laughs> which I find so hard to believe. Um, but I did do an Instagram poll and most women did not care about their car being fast. So I guess, you know, in some ways he's right, but there was some chicks out there that liked fast cars just like me. So anyways, I wanted like a cool, <laughs> fast sports car. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to manifest this. And so i was looking on CarMax, was Googling all kinds of cars and decided which car I wanted to be mine. The car I had decided on was an orange, like a sunset burnt orange 350Z. And again, my husband always laughs at me that I drove this car, but I freaking loved that car. So spoiler alert, I did end up getting that car because um, I just said it to you. But I loved that car so much. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. It was like super fast. I was like, oh, I want a car that's fast. I want it's a car that's sleek. That's a fun color. Colors are always like very important to me, which sounds weird, but I just aesthetically, I like looking at things that to me look pretty. And I wanted a cool colored car. I really didn't want just a black or a white car, which I had my forerunner was black. So I decided that this 350Z was going to be mine. I was a senior in high school and had no idea how this was going to happen <laughs> at all. But I remember you know, believing that it was mine and believing that it was going to happen. Um, and then just kind of forgetting about it a little bit. And then this part of the story is kind of funny because now that I'm looking back, I would never do this now, but maybe, you know, maybe I had something going for me. So maybe I should do this more often. So I am not the type of person that tells lies. I don't like to lie. I actually like, it gives me hives to be dishonest about anything. Uh, it stresses me out. You'll probably know if I'm not being truthful with you because it just shows in my face, in my voice, everything. It makes me very uncomfortable. I think that immediate guilt, I just can't handle it. <laughs> so, so, um, I, uh, my position keeps getting weirder and weirder. Now I'm holding on to the shelf above my head. Um, but anyways, so I was at a party in high school and I remember somebody asked me what kind of car I drove or which car was mine or something like that. Something came up in conversation and I said, well, I have a black forerunner now, but I actually very soon am getting a 350Z. And they were like, oh, that's so cool. That car is awesome. And I was like, I know, I'm really excited about it. By the way, this was not happening. I don't know why I said this. And again, looking back, I think it's so funny because I don't know why I ever mentioned that to this person, but I do specifically remember saying that. And I remember the next day being like, why did I say that? That's not really true. Um, I feel like I was dishonest to that person, which is kind of just, I felt kind of weird about it. So continuing on in the story that happened. And then again, I just kind of let the, let the intention go and kind of forgot about it. So I can't, I'm not good at time, but uh, a bit of time later, I was uh, getting ready to go to college. And 
I was going to FSU. That was the plan. I had my dorm room. I had my classes picked out uh, from the catalog. I, you know, had everything figured out. I was going to FSU and was really excited about that. I did not want to go to UCF, which is right around the corner from my parents' house. And that was not the plan. I was like, no way. I, I, that's too close. I want to get away. I've always wanted to get away from home. That's kind of like how I, I, I don't know. I just like to explore and be in new places. So the idea of being a new city was really exciting for me. And my parents approached me And they basically said, this says a lot about who I was when I was younger versus who I am now. But they said to me, Chelsea, we don't think that you can handle going to FSU and being on your own. We think what's going to end up happening is you're going to go to college and you are going to party so much that you're going to drop out of college. And you're not going to get out of it what you need to get out of it. And we're just worried about, so my mom and stepdad were saying to this, we're worried about, you know, how you're going to function (laughs) being away from us. And I was like, well, that's too bad, you know, peace. (laughs) But they said, well, we want to give you a proposition. And boy, did they know how to bribe. And um, before I state this part, I realize the level of privilege that is in this story inherently. And I'm... 1000% aware of the privilege that I've been given throughout my life to experience this. Um, So I just want to start with that, even the privilege of being able to go to college, right? Um, I don't want to just leave that out and, you know, that I'm not aware of that. Um, But I, they said to me, you can go to FSU if you want, but if you decide to go to UCF and live at home for your first year of college, then what we'll do is we will get you whatever car you want. And when I tell you my jaw was on the floor, I was like, whatever car I want, they're like, whatever car you want, whatever car you want is yours. So (laughs) that is the story of how I manifested my sparkly sunset orange 350Z. And I loved that car so much. If you want more into the story of that car, I then ended up moving on to get nine speeding tickets, yes, nine, and ended up trading it in for a Toyota Yaris several years later because I couldn't handle the speed. (laughs) Clearly, 17-year-old Chelsea, which yes, I was 17 when I went to college, could not handle something like that. I don't know if 30-year-old Chelsea could either, by the way. I'm about to turn 30 in like a couple weeks. But anyway, so that is the first thing I ever manifested. And I thought, wow, this manifestation stuff, there is something to this, right? But to be honest, I kind of forgot about it for a long while and just have started reconnecting with it within the past couple years, I would say. Um, And by the way, all my times that I talk about are always ballparks because I am so not good with time. (laughs) I like, I, you know, if something was two months ago or six years ago, it's really hard for me to make a distinction between that. Is anyone else like this? You know, time just doesn't feel, I don't know, doesn't feel like something that makes much sense to me. So anyways, moving on, I also wanted to tell you about two things that I recently manifested because ever since working with my manifestation coach, I have gotten so much better. And I shout her, I shouted her out 
last time when I mentioned manifestation. Um, but her name is Kim Kunaraksa. She has a podcast as well, Mind Your Vibe. Um, and she just has this way of explaining things and making them make sense in a way that is just so comprehensible. So I'm so thankful for her because the past few months, my manifestations have just been so easy to bring to fruition. Um, and so I want to tell you two things that I recently manifested that have been really, really, really cool. And one of them is something that is a physical form of manifestation. And the other one is a mindset shift and like a change within me and who I am. And to me, this is the coolest part of manifestation now is the fact that I understand that not only can I bring stuff into my life like a car and what I'm about to share with you, which is like a luxury vacation experience. Not only can I bring that into my life really easily, but also I can change who I am just because I've, you know, in the past struggled with self-control or low energy or anything like that doesn't mean I have to stay that way. And manifestation has taught me the tools to actually change my being based off of my thoughts and how I act in this world, which is just so cool. And like, there's a little sneak preview of why I put it in my programs. But let me tell you the two things that I manifested recently that I've been super, super, super cool. Okay, so I've mentioned a couple times that my 30th birthday is coming up. And uh, we were going to do a really fun trip with my family for my 30th birthday, we were going to go to Turks and Caicos. Um, obviously because of coronavirus that plan has gotten squashed we have we're not able to do that um and you know just the whole family didn't we didn't all not everybody was comfortable leaving the country and which just makes total sense there's just too much going on right now right so my husband and I decided, my husband said, you know, I really still think we should do something fun for your 30th birthday. We should maybe plan a little vacation. And I said, yeah, that would be awesome. So we started planning vacation. Uh, it really, it got complex really quick. Like I was just having a hard time deciding where we even wanted to go. And then like we would decide on a place and look at all these uh, uh Airbnbs and hotels and you know, I was trying to find if there was anything around there that we would want to do and would things be open because of COVID and can we even travel there because of COVID and it was just getting really complex. And I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna kind of drop this and not stress about it so much and not try to force it into being. Um, but I'm just gonna put out the energy and the vibration that this vacation, something fun and awesome will just fall into my lap. And so uh, I kind of put that out there. And a couple days later, I was on the phone with my friend, Rachel, who she recently moved to LA. Now she lives in Santa Monica. And I was talking to her and was just like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we did a little trip uh, and came to visit you guys? We'd love to do that soon. And she was like, yes, that would be awesome. And Long story short, what we ended up doing was within 24 hours, my husband and I had planned a 100% free luxury vacation for ourselves where we get to see one of my very best friends and her husband um, and spend time with them for four days free. Yes, I said free. Okay, $22. We we're going to pay $22 for this trip. And I will tell you why. Um, <laughs> within 24 hours, it was just planned. Everything was booked. Everything was done. 
And I just had my mind blown and was like, that was crazy. I seriously just manifested that. So what happened was we have Southwest. uh, My husband has a Southwest credit card. Tickets right now are so cheap that we live in Memphis. Uh, Two round trip flights to Memphis with our points that we had came out to $22 for, oh, so $11 a flight. (laughs) Um, So we paid $22 for our plane tickets because we had the points for it. Um, So that's pretty much free in my eyes. I see that as pretty much free um, when you're looking at a flight. I think it just was like the tax or something like that that he had to pay. And then we were looking at hotels and I found a JW Marriott hotel in Santa Monica, really close to my friend's place. That was way cheaper than a normal JW Marriott would be. And so it was, I mean, for context, I think a JW Marriott is normally around like 400 a night. And this one, for whatever reason, probably to do with COVID was 170 a night. And I was like, wow, you know, it would be cool. At first we were going to sleep at our friend's apartment. And then we were like, you know, our anniversary is September 2nd. My birthday is September 3rd. We're flying there on September 4th. Let's, let's stay at a hotel, right? Let's look at some hotels. Um, so we looked at some hotels and we found that one and we're like, oh yeah, that'll be nice. But I did have this inkling of a thought. I was like, you know, Honestly, I kind of wish that we could stay at a hotel that is more unique to California, right? So it it will be like a a cool, hip LA hotel. Wouldn't that be cool? That was my thought. Wouldn't that be cool if we could stay in like a cool, hip LA hotel? But then I let that go really quick. I was like, you know what? Honestly, it doesn't matter. It's going to be incredible no matter what. It's going to be so much fun. And I'm so grateful that we're getting to do this. So that thought passed. And then I had the thought, to ask my mom. My mom has Marriott points. And so I said, oh, maybe she could help us get it for even cheaper. Maybe she could use some of her points to, um, you know, to help us get a discount on the room. Even if it's like a 20% discount, that would be incredible. So I called up my mom and talked to her and she said, yeah, let me see my points and what I can do. And she called me back and she said, First of all, I will cover the entire hotel. I have your in- the entire payment for the hotel. I have so many points. She goes, stays at Marriott's all the time. She was like, I have so many points. Please take them. You know, I would love to do that. And I was, we were so excited about that. We were like, are you kidding? So now our hotel is free too, right? And then she says, but I want to let you know that Marriott is associated with a lot of other little individual boutique hotels. So here's a list of the hotels um, and check them out. It doesn't matter the price. um, It just matters. I guess Marriott has like a category system. She said you can get any category seven hotel. So she sent me a list of those hotels and there's this hotel on there called The Proper in Santa Monica And it is the cutest, most luxury hotel I have ever seen. It's definitely the most luxury hotel I have ever stayed at. Once I babysat a kid at the Ritz, and that was really awesome to be at the Ritz. Um, (laughs) But so, but like as far as staying at a really luxury, really boutique, expensive hotel, I mean, this hotel is 
at least $400 a night to stay there. That is not our budget, by the way. When my husband and I go places, it's much, much, much cheaper than that normally, by the way. Even $170, that would have been a stretch for that JW Marriott for us. That would have been a, a splurge. So essentially, now we got, we are, this trip is coming up and we get to go to Santa Monica. We get to stay in a beautiful luxury hotel. Like I'm talking luxury, like there's a button next to the bed that you click and the blinds open automatically. I just think that's so cool. <laughs> I think it's so cool. And it's really beautifully decorated. If you have time, Google it if you're interested. I just think it's so pretty. Very um, unique, very LA place, you know? So uh, that is one of the most recent things I manifested. And it was the easiest thing in the entire world to manifest. I could not believe it. Um, and learning this stuff is really blowing my mind. So that's one thing I manifested recently. And then another thing I want to talk to you about is a mindset shift that I have manifested, right? So like I told you, I have moved from really caring less about like, okay, so that hotel and this trip, I'm so excited for. I think it's going to be incredible. But what I care more about manifesting in my life currently is mindset shifts and um, who I am as a person and really becoming the woman that I feel I was put on this planet to become, right? And if I would have never done any kind of self-development work um, and I were the same woman that I was at the age of 21 or even 23 or 25 or 27, I, you know, I don't feel like I would be fulfilling my purpose on this planet. And so I'm continuing, I want to continue manifesting these kind of up levels in who I am and really, truly actually becoming the most true version of me possible. So something that I, in the past, have struggled a lot with, and I realized I had a strong limiting belief around, was the idea that I don't have enough energy, I don't have a lot of self-control, um, and obviously, you know, I work a lot with women around food and food freedom and um, nutrition. And that was that that was deeply stemming from that partially, but it was also stemming from other things, right? Um, I had a belief that I, I didn't have enough self-control. I didn't have enough discipline or devotion or um, energy to have a successful business. And I'm being really honest and real with you right now because I obviously just started my business recently. So this is like, but I, I you know, I feel like it will benefit you for me to be as honest and open as possible about struggles as I'm going through them. And um, it will help you realize that it's okay if you're going through similar struggles or struggles in other areas. So what I wanted to manifest was a change in this mindset. I wanted to know and believe and become a woman that has an abundance of energy and an abundance of self-control and discipline and devotion to her business so that I can serve as many women as possible because that is my goal in in this business, creating this business. And, you know, if I never cultivate the discipline to get around to actually doing what I need to do to do the creation process that it takes to get programs out to women, then it's not going to happen. I'm not going to fulfill myself. So I wanted to manifest that mindset shift and know that I am that person and rediscover her. 
And um, I did some mindset work around this and Kim helped me work through some limiting beliefs with a workshop she taught us. And I realized that the place that this is stemming from, because I, before college, I really did believe I was that person. I knew I had a lot of energy. I knew I had devotion to the things I cared about. I knew I had, um, I knew I had stamina and was a hard worker. And I feel like people saw me as somebody who like, you know, gets shit done and like, you know, just does what she needs to do. So when did that shift? That shifted for me in college. In college, I I started my college career as a political science major. And this is actually a fun story because I thought that if I wanted to make this world a better place, the path had to be that I was a political science major, I go to law school, I become a lawyer, and then I could be a politician. The end goal was to be a politician to change the world and make this world a better place. Now, you don't have to tell me because now I know that being a politician is not the only way to make the world a better place. But in my mind, that is what I had. And that was what I was drawn towards. I wanted to, I really wanted to take a, you know, a stance on all these social, social, um, circumstances that I didn't believe were right. And I wanted to change policy to change our country and have a ripple effect and change the world. Such a dreamy idea, right? (laughs) Doesn't always work out like that. So in college, I got all the way through junior year, um, the end of junior year. And my last semester of junior year, I just broke. I broke completely. I I think I literally got an F in every single class that I took that semester. I failed out of everything. I stopped showing up to classes because I was embarrassed because I could not do the work. I felt like I couldn't, like I couldn't absorb the information. It didn't feel right now that I'm looking back. I think the universe had to throw me off track in such an aggressive way so that I didn't follow through with this career because this career was not right for me. And now obviously I'm changing my little corner of the world in such a different way than I had imagined. But I think um, God was like, you know, whatever you wanna call it, universe, God, source, I use them so interchangeably. But I think God was like, you know, this isn't the path for you, Chelsea. And, and, and now I only am realizing this a decade later. But that semester of failing and the shame and the embarrassment that I felt, I ended up dropping out of college after that. And I went back a few years later. Um, I worked full-time at Disney for a couple years. I was a a character performer. So I was Cinderella at Disney and I loved that. And I did that full-time for a couple years after I dropped out and then eventually went back and got my degree in early childhood education. <laughs> so I feel like my my career life has had many phases. But anyways, all that to say, that's something my husband and his family, they all say, they say a really long story. And then they'll say all that to say, and it'll be like one sentence that they could have said at the beginning. And um, I used to not understand it. And now I'm starting to understand it. <laughs> um, I'm getting more wordy in my older age. <laughs> um, so... That semester in college changed my perspective of me. 
I now made that failure mean something about me. And once I got to the root of that and realized that that is what was creating this new belief in me, I then had the power to change that belief. And the craziest thing has happened. I've been working on manifesting this belief in myself again that I have energy, I have motivation, I have devotion. And guess what? I wake up. And I have, I actually, it has physically changed my body in the way that I do. I wake up with motivation now. I wake up with energy. I have, I still, of course, have, I mean, I mean, I'm a woman. We go through cycles energetically throughout the month, but I honor those because I know that my energy is always coming back. And I know that I have the energy. I have the devotion. I have the discipline to complete the things that I want to happen. And that I know that I am meant, the things that I am meant to do in this world will get done simply because that's the way that it should be. So anything that I, you know, anything that's meant to happen, that's meant to get done will get done. Um, And if it doesn't get done, then it probably wasn't meant to happen, right? (laughs) So I just have shifted completely around the way that I look at myself and therefore have manifested into my life more energy, more self-discipline, and more devotion. And to me, this is the biggest win in the entire world. This is so much bigger than any car, than any vacation, than anything at all. And this is why I believe that manifestation is such a crucial tool that is so missing from so many fitness and health programs, which is why I put it into my programs. Because when you can learn these tools for yourself, then you can actually change the way you see yourself and therefore you can change who you are. So every single human on this planet has limiting beliefs. Something, a belief about you or about about yourself or about the world or about other people that are is holding you back from being and reaching your highest potential. And I know for me, this belief of my lack of self-discipline was manifesting for many years in my eating habits, right? I was not able to stick to the things that I wanted to stick to. I didn't think I had self-discipline and that was a self-fulfilling prophecy because I believed it. It was true. And That is what I want for you too, to learn what are those pieces that you, what are these beliefs that you're holding on to that are holding you back from your highest good and specifically around food and health and fitness, of course, is what I work with women. But honestly, it's everything that I do, all the work that I do with women bleeds into other areas of their life, right? When you believe in yourself and you believe that you have self-discipline and devotion to your body and your health, then you believe that about yourself, about your work, right? And you become a better employee or business owner or whatever it is that you do. Um, and you, it shows up in every area of your life. Uh, something so funny is because I, it's something that's so funny I notice is women who do my program don't just end up making change in their physical health. 
a lot of them have changed careers. I think that is such a funny thing how a lot of women I work with have changed careers. And I think it's because we change the way we view ourselves and we change what we think and know is possible for us. And when you think and know and believe that more is possible for you, then you therefore automatically become 99% more likely to achieve that, right? Because when you don't believe it's possible for you, you're not even going to try. So um, again, I don't have an outline for this podcast. So this is all just kind of coming pouring out of me. Um, and I kind of love podcasting this way. Send me a DM on Instagram at brightlightchels and give me some feedback. What do you like more? Do you like the more structured podcasts like I was doing in the beginning? Or are you more of a fan of these like kind of free flowing, um, just a little bit more, what's the word, like a verbal (laughs) word vomit? (laughs) Is that it? Is that what I'm going for? (laughs) Um, Stream of consciousness is what I'm actually going for. But word vomit works too, right? Let me know. What do you prefer? Um, So yeah, this is why I put these, these things in my program and why I actually find that they make such a big difference in women's transformations physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all around. When they change their beliefs about themselves, they're able to change so much more. And so that's why manifestation is not just about getting cars and money and a, and a husband, although I did manifest my husband too. Maybe that's a story for another time. Let me know if you're interested in that story. I will do a podcast about that. I don't know how my husband will feel about that. I'll ask him. But, you know, if you're interested and we get a lot of people asking about it, then maybe I'll tell you that story too. It's kind of a funny one. And so the last thing I wanted to tell you is something that I am currently manifesting. I'm going to put it out there in the world because, um, you know, just like in the, let's, let's loop this back around to the beginning. When I put it out there in the world that I was manifesting that 350Z, what happened? It came directly to me. It was magnetized to me. So I'm going to put this out into the world, um, and let you know what I am working on manifesting next. So first I am, of course, continuing to manifest new mental breakthroughs like the one that I just told you about. That is something I'm continuously working on and probably and hopefully will be my entire life. I am like a lifelong learner. But I want to tell you about the physical manifestation that I am working on. So I am physically currently manifesting, physically manifesting, that sounds so weird. I am manifesting a home my dream home. So my husband and I live outside of Memphis, Tennessee, and we have been hopping around for his job. We were in, he, his job brought him to Orlando, which is where we met. And then he moved to Tampa. And then together we moved to New Orleans. And now we live in Memphis. We live in North Mississippi, which is 20 minutes outside of Memphis. Um, and I love it here. It is, there's so many beautiful, beautiful rural areas, which I absolutely love. I love, I love being surrounded by nature and farmland and just a slower pace of life. I love that and adore it. So, and I feel so appreciative every time I'm driving to my gym or something like that. And I'm driving through you know, cornfields, bean fields, um, you know, there's a bunch of cows around me and it's just beautiful and the crickets are chirping and my windows are down and I'm just listening to the sound of nature. Oh, it makes me so happy. I have dreamed of this since I was a little girl. So since I was a little girl, I have dreamed of living on a farm, living somewhere where I can't see or hear another human 
for as far as the eye can see. I have always dreamed of this. I grew up, grew up in neighborhoods and suburbs. That is not my jam. I just realized I'm like screaming because I'm so excited. This podcast has me hype. Maybe it's the matcha tea, but also the topic of this podcast has me hype. We've been hopping around. Well, um, my husband's job, I'm giving you my life story in this podcast. So hopefully you're interested in my life. Um, so we've been hopping around a lot and we, um, his job, he got laid off in March from, you know, obviously COVID he lost his job and the company he was with what he was on the travel team and he was moving a lot. And while that served us for a while, and I actually loved that while we were doing it, I loved not knowing where we were going next and moving around and all that fun stuff and getting to explore new places. He ended up getting laid off, which now he is at a new company that is much more stable and is stay. So we will, we will be staying in the Memphis area for the foreseeable future. Um, and you know, I never say never, you just never know what will happen. Um, I'm open to staying here. I'm open to leaving. I'm open to all the fabulous, wonderful possibilities that the universe wants to throw at me. Um, and us in our family, but we're going to be staying here for the foreseeable future. And that means that for the first time as a couple, we have the opportunity to buy a home. And so we have been looking at houses and house after house after house. Nothing is the right fit. And so we were talking to some friends who built a home and all they just gushed about how wonderful the process was. And they gave us their builder's name and they gave us their banker's name and they gave us all the information that we would need to build a home and just talked about how great the process was and how great the builder was and how they love it and they would do it again in a heartbeat. And this was so incredible because we thought that this was something that would be years in the future. We were like, okay, we will buy a home that we'll like, I guess, settle for now. And then in five years, we can build our dream home. Well, what opportunity has fallen into our lap is the opportunity to build our dream home. And I can't say that it's fully manifested yet because things are unfolding, but things are unfolding at a rapid pace. And we all within one week, we talked to a banker who is wonderful and I think going to help us tremendously. And we've talked to a banker and we also found a piece of land that oh, is heavenly, heavenly. It's in a neighborhood. Um, but it is six acres. So it's in a neighborhood, which means that I can walk Corey, um, my dog and not be on a big, long, um, county road where people kind of fly down. So, you know, we, we, a lot of times when you're living in the country, you're living in the county, you're not going to be in a neighborhood, which means that you're not going to, you know, walking the dog can be a challenge in that way. Cause I love walking the dog. So we'd be in a neighborhood and this piece of property is in the back of the neighborhood it is, first of all, it's lot 13, which is my lucky number. And that is my number that when it comes, I know I'm manifesting and I'm in alignment and things are happening that are great, which is so exciting. So it's lot 13. Um, then back of the neighborhood, when you get back on the piece of property, you have no idea that anyone is around for miles and miles and miles. You cannot see any other houses. 
on the front of the property, so where the house would be, where we decided we would like the house, um, is facing a pond. So we would be facing a pond. That would pretty much be our pond. Um, and then there's a bunch of trees and a bunch of, um, you know, obviously I always, my husband always laughs because I always call it nature things, um, but a bunch of nature things around. <laughs> and there's like a pine thicket of trees. Um, and behind that is a, a bean field, a farm field. So if we place the house where we are thinking of placing it, then in the front of our, in our front yard, we will have a beautiful pond and looking out behind the house, we will be looking out onto a farm field. To me, I cannot think of anything in this world that could be more perfect. And like I said, it's on six acres. So we also want to have a giant garden and grow a bunch of our own food. We have a dream of getting goats and chickens and this place will be perfect for it. This would allow us to get goats and chickens. Um, and then we would get fresh eggs from the chickens and the goats would help us kind of tame the grass. Um, and goats are also just so fun to have <laughs> and, um, to be around. Um, and I, I really am craving something to take care of like that. A garden and chickens and goats all sounds so fun to me. So there's room for all of that. And you just feel like you're in your little oasis back there. So all within one week, we found that piece of property. We talked to the banker. He was wonderful. He's getting things sorted out for us. And we talked to the builder and we found the layout of the house and the size house that would be perfect for us. And what is crazy, 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 crazy about all of this is that all of this is going to be in the area that we're living in. It will be less expensive to build a house then it will be to purchase one that is already built, that isn't to our specifications, that isn't to exactly what we want. How crazy is this? It's all falling in line. And of course, it hasn't fully come true yet. We don't have everything sorted out at all. We haven't we haven't made a, a bid on the land or we haven't, we haven't put in an offer on the land or anything like that yet. We're in the very beginning stages, but everything is falling together and it is so fun and it's so exciting and I'm very decisive. So I've come to, I've decided a lot of the things that I, we already want for the house, which is amazing. Um, and to me, it's fun. It's not stressful. It's fun and exciting and it's a new creative project. And my husband and I have talked about it and we want to continue this kind of mindset with throughout the whole project. We are being very intentional to not let this, of course, there's going to be stressful moments, but just like how we planned our wedding, um, we want it to be mostly fun and, and remember the purpose of doing this is to uplevel our lives. And so if the process is making us feel horrible in the process, is it worth it? The end product, right? Like I said, live your life like you're in at the spa. That's what we're doing while we're building this house. And so far, it's been so much fun. Him and I work together so well. We really are just like great life partners. Um, and we just work together well. We make decisions together well. So it has just been such an enjoyable process. And I will keep you updated if you're interested. But that is my latest thing that I am manifesting as well as continuing mindset change. So, um, this has been a long podcast, but this was really fun just to sit down in my closet and talk to you guys. <laughs> so I would love to know what are you currently manifesting? DM me on Instagram and tell me 
if you listen to this podcast and tell me what you are currently manifesting. I would love to connect with you. I love to hear when you're enjoying the podcast. Um, Leave me a rating and review if you feel called to. Uh, I appreciate that so much and it makes my day. So read them and I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day wherever you are in the world. All right. Talk to you next time.